Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR, where we talk about board games and board game related topics. On tonight's show, we will be talking about what we've been playing, a little bit of the news, and for our main topic this evening, we are going to be talking about board game components. And these are the components that come with games. Uh, Not deluxe. We've talked about deluxifying games. Yeah. Uh, but one stems into the other, but we're not going to We're not going to focus, focus on the deluxing. On we're we're going to talk about the good and the bad that uh, publishers do with their board games. Yeah. And, you know, do they make you want to buy a game more? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But, what, what do you look for in a board game component? Like, or, actually? A board game or... with components, or what components in a board game make you say, I want that? Yeah, which we will discuss. But at closer to the end of the show, let's start off with what we've been playing. And guess what, everybody? We are back to normal here. Yep. I did not play anything in the past week. I blame that partially on the fact that you guys went to the lake and I did not. Yes. You, we, we are once again the uh, hosts with uh, one that plays board games and one that doesn't. I play them occasionally. Again, you guys were gone. <laughs> Normally we play them like Saturday night or something. And there is no board game nights right now. Yeah. So if we're away... Nothing happens. We just you're, don't play. You're not going to play an online board game. No. And you're I'd not going to play sleep. a two-player game with your brother. No. And most of your friends don't play board games. Yeah. Okay. So what, we have, what have you been playing? Well, I played about 30 games last I figured week. you did. So why don't you run me through? I saw there was <laughs> a new one that came up on our family group chat. Yes. So uh, brand new game, uh, Spiel winner this year, Nova Luna. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a simple, simple puzzle game, which is a lot of fun. Uh, we played two player, we played three player, try it, was going to play four player, but turns out they didn't ship us all the components in the game. What? <laughs> it was missing pieces. Huh. Yeah. For I assume the, they're a good company and they'll get you. Yeah. I've already yeah. emailed them. They've already emailed back. They're on their way. So I'm not, not too worried about that. Uh, so Nova, Nova Luna is, you are putting tile, it's a tile tableau building game, mm -hmm. and each tile has goals on it, and you're trying to complete those goals. And those goals are what colors are touching that tile. Okay, so there's four colors in the game. There's red, there's blue, there's yellow, and of course, teal. Oh, yes, of course, that, that <laughs> teal, that's so easy to differentiate from blue. It... <sighs> You know, they could just go green. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it makes sense to go green. <laughs> All right. And then for board game pieces, they have blue, black, white, and orange. Okay. <laughs> so they, they went a little different on this one. Uh, the gameplay itself is simple. On your turn, you take a tile and you put it on your tableau. Uh, each tile has a time rating on it. Mm -hmm. uh, so you... Whoever's playing is moving up their their timepiece that many times. So whoever's at the back is the person that goes first. And so there's no real order. Right. And there's no rounds or anything like that. But if you take a bunch of smaller tiles, you're going to go more often than the people that are taking the bigger tile numbers. Right. Uh, so this is similar to like how patchwork works when... You know, you, you keep going until you pass the other person? Yes. Yeah. Same designer. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so 
the tiles with the lower numbers are harder to fill mm -hmm. than the tiles with the bigger numbers. And the bigger numbers have more goals on them compared to one or two on the lower numbers. Right. Uh, first person to get rid of all their little markers that they mark their goals off with wins the game. Game mm -hmm. ends at that point. Uh, that is the entire game. Okay. Uh, there's nothing complicated about it. Uh, it's just fun. It's easy. Uh, but there is some depth to playing the tiles, how you're playing them, uh, to set up those combinations to mark off a couple of goals at a time or multiple goals at a time. So it, you know, me and your mom had a great time playing two player. Uh, your grandpa played with us as well and, and it went smoothly. Cool. Uh, there was some confusion as to being able to count the one that you play, but it's, it's the ones touching it, not the one that has the goal on it. Right. Yeah. Uh, the cost of it, I think, is a little bit high for what you get in the game. Mm -hmm. uh, you get 68 tiles and 84 little teeny round discs. Okay. And a main game board. And a pretty neat little time marker that you're moving around because you take uh, one of the first three tiles after that team or that marker from where you've taken uh, the previous. Oh, okay, one. yeah. Uh, but how much does the game cost? It was fifty-five bucks. That is quite a bit for what's probably a basically a cardboard game. Yeah, and it, it was it was funny because so they didn't give us enough of the black pieces, so mm -hmm. we couldn't play four-player. Well, we could have. We could have used something else. But then they gave us double the red <laughs> of the uh, gold tiles. Mm -hmm. And we didn't notice off the bat. Of <laughs> so, course. So we're playing and it's like, God, there's a lot of red. And then I was reading the rule book and it says there's supposed to be 17 of them. And I'm counting and there was 25 on the board at that point. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, something's wrong here. Mm. So production value is not great. It's pretty. Uh, it works. Uh, the little discs are too tiny. Uh, of course. They're, I think they're 10 or 12 mil, and the spaces to put them on are 15 mil. Mm. So it just makes sense to have the bigger ones there. Yeah, you would think. And we'll get into components in a bit, or components about that in yes. a bit. Yes. Uh, what else do we play? We played Quacks of Quedlinburg again. Always a great game. Always a great game. Played uh, five player a couple of times. Had mm -hmm. a great time. Uh, can't say enough about that game. Fantastic game. I recommend everybody play it. Yeah. Uh, we played Sagrada. Haven't played Sagrada in a long time. Yeah. Uh, played it two-player. I think this is the first time I've ever done that. Yeah, I can't say... I don't play a lot of two-player games, but I can't say I've ever seen you guys play that at two-player. No, Usually there's at least three. Yeah, we've always played three to six. Oh, yeah. Definitely more people. Yeah. Uh, just more people, more dice, more choice, right? Mm -hmm. Uh it still works at two. It just wasn't as good, I, in, in my opinion. For sure. Yeah. Uh, we played uh, Maracaibo. Yep. Uh, I don't remember if we talked about this on the show or not. We have talked about Maracaibo. We have? Okay. Um, And we talked about playing the campaign, or the, the campaign the version as well. Yes. The story mode, yeah. Uh, Maracaibo at two-player plays wonderfully. Oh, yeah? Uh, it's it's one of those games that, you know, we've played it two, three, and four players. I like it at every player count. Uh, 
That's good for a game. Yeah, it's not easy to do, but at two-player, it is great. Mm -hmm. I I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Played a lot of Castles of Burgundy. Classic. Classic Stevenson game, really. (laughs) It's, uh, It's quickly becoming one of our most played games. And uh, by my overview, it is uh, definitely, uh, oh, where am I going? I'm going here. You're, you're on your phone while recording, Dave? No, Come on. I'm definitely not on my phone while no, recording. Try, trying to look up your game but, stats? Yeah. For the year, it is the most played game we've played. Perfect. We're uh, six months in. So. Yeah, we're six months <laughs> in. And, and another one that plays good at two, three, and four player. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh yeah, I, I just I can't say enough about uh, <laughs> castles. And what else did we play? Transamerica. Another one that's to- starting to top our uh, top Most our plays. list. What? Well, Considering we played it for the first just after New Year's, like it was literally January first. I think we played January first. We yeah. played it with Norm, <laughs> and then uh, picked it up shortly after that. It's a simple train game that anybody can play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if there is an easier version than Ticket to Ride, this is it. Oh, definitely. But, you know, it's it's quick. You can whip through a game in a half hour easy. And, and it's fun. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, it's, it's one of those games that, you know, we played five player, worked really well. Right? Yeah, and we've played with all levels of players as well. People who don't play board games yep. to, well, us who play quite a few board games, right? Exactly. And it, it's fun for everyone, literally for everyone. <laughs> exactly. Okay. You're listening to Board on the Air. I'm David. And I'm Shay, and we are on CFCR, and we are going to be moving on to the news. As a reminder, we have shortened our news a little bit, but don't worry, it's still Riveting. pending award-winning. Yes. Uh, the, the awards are coming. We're, Definitely. Just, we have to find them, actually, to apply for them, Yeah, we have to figure out where the board game news awards are. <laughs> uh Big one from uh, last week is Stonemaier's new game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Pendulum. It's from a it's new board. Pendulum? Pendulum. Pendulum. Mm-hmm. Is it better? I think that's how you say it, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's a new designer. Uh, it's not his design. It's just his company mm-hmm. releasing it. Uh, it has a simultaneous play aspect to it. Oh, my favorite. It's, they have three timers. A 45 second, a two minute, and a three minute timers. And once that timer goes off, you can take an action or something like this. Okay. Uh, I haven't. Well, I mean, they just announced it. They just announced it. I haven't looked a lot into it. He's been doing his daily stuff before Mm -hmm. it releases in August. Uh, It's going to be mass or through Stonemaier in August, through everybody else in September. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm interesting to see, or interested to see how much hype this one gets. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Did he do Wingspan as well, or Wingspan is Stonemaier as well? Yeah, it's Stonemaier, but different designer. Yeah. So this yep. is around the same idea. Yeah, he doesn't do all his games, right? Yep. Uh, if he has the same luck as Wingspan, uh, where that one took off with the first-time designer Elizabeth Hargraves, mm-hmm. who we've mentioned many times. Uh, whose second game is coming out shortly. Oh, sweet. Called Mariposas, about the flight of the monarch bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Butterfly. Butterfly. Yeah. <laughs> Mon- monarch bumblebee butterfly. Yes, yeah. the monarch bumblebee. Everybody look out for that monarch bumblebee this summer. They are huge. <laughs> uh, so this one, who knows? Uh, 
I think his street credit took a big hit with Tapestry. Yeah, Tapestry was kind of a hmm, travesty, a Tapestry travesty. Yeah, it was... It was disappointing. Yeah, for for a lot of people, not just us. Uh, some people do love this game. Yes, but I found those are the people that are playing it at two and three players. Yeah, it's not a large player game for sure. Yeah, for a game that plays up to five, is mm-hmm. it? Which I would never ever play at that account again. I did it once, and it was the most painful experience of my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, like we have a history of talking about tapestry, but I'm curious to see. The hype for Tapestry was so incredible. Yeah. I'm curious to see what the hype for this one does. It is going to be interesting because the hype for Wingspan was incredible too. And it lived up to it, right? In my opinion. The hype for Wingspan came after the game. I guess. Yeah. Right. It it released and everybody was like, what is this game? It's so good. You know, Tapestry got announced and everybody talked about it for a month and a half. I pre-ordered Tapestry without seeing the game. Yeah. Played it, canceled my pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious where this one falls in that hype market chain. Because Stonemeyer has a good reputation. Yeah. And you know what? Nobody can make a, a game that is good for everyone and not every game you make is going to be great. Right? Exactly. Uh, the other big one that was announced last week is a little game. It's called uh, Pandemic Legacy Season Zero. Season zero. Yes, that's the third of the trilogy. They went one, two, zero. zero. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was ready for you to say season three, and uh, that kind of threw me off. Everybody's been waiting for season three, so they had to call it season zero. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> Is this the prequel? <laughs> this will be the prequel. You know, you do three books and then the prequel. Of course. <laughs> uh, that got... Uh, it was uh, Z-Man Games. Mm-hmm had it on their website by accident Uh, somebody noticed and then the next day a uh, preview got released for it shocking (laughs) it's no longer on z-man's website they're like (laughs) cats out of the bag i guess we better uh, put this stuff out here (laughs) exactly uh nobody knows anything about this of course not it's pandemic it's legacy it's gonna be fun yep Uh, it is a brave time to be releasing a new pandemic game it it is uh bold very bold uh i mean they're still fantastic games but you know it's just we we found the same thing though like we were playing through season one it just got a little too real real yeah right it just yeah It, it got too real and i think we got a bit uncomfortable with it yeah um it didn't help that no not a heavy spoiler here, but that the name of their virus in there, it was scarily similar. Yeah, to it was COVID. very similar to COVID. So, uh, so yeah, but fantastic games and I can't wait to continue playing it after this all uh, calms down a little bit. Yeah, I agree. Uh, third piece is one that uh, isn't really news, but uh, people in Canada are starting to get their Kickstarters for Smartphone Inc., uh, people in Canada, including us. Including us. We actually got it this time. We got it this morning or this afternoon. Uh, I'm very excited to try this one. Uh, I've never played the game, but all the reviews, all the previews, all the rules videos I watched, this is just a game that we will like, I think. I can't wait. I did hear there was times tables in it, which worry me a little bit. The, there, but There is some math in it because you're selling units at a price to different 
parts of the world. Oh, I, I was always good at that, though, in school. I was great at playing economic games. Yeah. I'm not uh, actually good with money, but I was great at yeah, pretending. Yeah, economic games is, is one of the ones that we we, we fairly enjoy, like uh, brass. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, me and your mom like pipeline. Or not pipeline. Is it pipeline? Uh, isn't What's it grid one? or whatever? Power grid. Power That's grid, it. yeah. Uh, pipeline I, I did enjoy. It was just very hard. uh and i only played it once it was pipeline was one that you had to play over and over again to get yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah so that's the the third piece of news for this week uh it's same size box as isle of cats weighs probably three times as much perfect i I haven't actually uh felt it yet so i'm gonna have to take it out tonight yeah, when I get home, I'm going to do some unboxing with it and see, nice. what, see what's all in there. Check and, out our Instagram. Maybe we'll put some photos up. Uh, we got a picture of the covers on Twitter. Twitter? Yeah, I've started to use our Twitter a bit. All right, I think we should stick to Instagram, but fine, we can do our Twitter. Well, I, I'm going to use Instagram for the pictures, but I put it on uh, Twitter and then tag some people because, you know. Oh, yeah, I guess. But you can tag people on Instagram. Yeah, I know, but... You know, some of, some of the uh, Eno tools responded to some of my comments. And, ah, I see, I see. Uh, I'm, I'm getting some street cred out there, you know. Sure. All right. All right. <laughs> welcome, welcome to uh, Board on the Air, where we discuss our social media pages. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, watch watch for our Instagram. We're, we'll do some good pictures of the boards. Put some photos and stuff. up there. Yeah. Or some poorly uh, fr- framed photos that I'm really hey, good at. Hey, I took a photography class. I can help. <laughs> okay you're still listening to cfcr and we are still bored on the air we are we are going to jump into our main topic of the night which is board game components and these are the we're we're specifically going to try and focus and i know us focusing is hard but try and focus on the components that come with games yes not next necessarily the promos although we'll probably touch that a little bit um, yeah, but you know, just what, what makes a good game? What comes in a box, what we like, what we don't like, uh, what, what makes us want to upgrade games Yeah, <laughs> too, right? Like, yeah. uh, number one dislike in any board game ever, mm-hmm. paper money. Paper money is the worst. You don't see it very often. There's, like, there's a few games that still do it. Yeah. And I just don't understand why. No, I guess. Oh, what was the betting one that or the bidding one that we played? Lords of Vegas. No, it wasn't Lords of Vegas. It was the the one with the animals, where you had to collect like the different animals and stuff like that. Oh, uh, Raccoon Tycoon. That's it. That has paper money. <laughs> that has paper yeah. money. Uh, and it was actually a pain because not only you know can it get ruined pretty quickly, but the stuff was sticking to each other. Yeah. And so it was really hard. Like occasionally, I'd go, "Oh man, I have more money here than I thought I had." Yeah, it's it's the number one thing that I don't think any manufacturer, produ- board game designer should put in a game. Yeah. Like, bar none. There's like, nothing that drivers chips. me more. Poker like, chips are great. I, I'll i do ca- or cardboard chips. Yeah, cardboard over, coins even. <laughs> yeah, anything over paper money. It's like any, the thing about anything that's round and like not paper is that it lasts longer, yeah, right? It's exactly. just... You know, especially money, which you're handling so often, paper just gets destroyed. Oh, yeah. That's so, so no, bad. I definitely agree. Something I dislike for components is when they mix up um, the material components are made out of, in a sense. Okay. The one I'm specifically thinking of is Raiders. Raiders of the yeah. North Sea. 
I really dislike that they have, you know, these really nice wooden figures and these uh, wooden flagons of beer and, you know, everything's really nice. And then they have cardboard rations. Provisions. Provisions. It makes no sense to me that they actually upgraded all of the other components in the game and not the provisions. And he's done it on every single game he's (laughs) ever made. His provisions go through all his games. I, I actually ordered some replacement ones, and eventually they may come. Dan Fleming, if you are listening to this show, you can let me know. <laughs> <laughs> but like seriously, just because you know, yeah. it's not like you have, uh, say, Everdell, where you have different materials for the the components. All of those are upgraded. They're yeah. nice components that come with it, right? Why would you make a game that has one random cardboard component and the rest of them are nice looking? It just takes away from that game. And I think that's, you touched on a very good point there. It's consistent consistency in mm-hmm. your components, right? If if you're putting night or decent wooden components, like mm-hmm. wooden is by no means the perfect component. No. But at least you can make them look nice. Absolutely. Right? And, and they are decent. There is some weight to them. And then you put cardboard for one of them or you know you just change you mix it up back and forth and it's like why yeah it it may it just doesn't make any sense to me yeah like another game i think of and we're not just going to focus on negative no we're getting to the good ones we will get to the good stuff like lords of waterdeep is one that pump or comes to mind when i think about poor componentry Mm -hmm. because you have guys like they're wizards they're scholars they're warriors and they're wooden or they're just uh, the cubes. They're oh, yeah. W- they're wooden cubes, and then you have gems, which are cardboard, and then you have money, which is cardboard. You know, I and we like the game, so I've gone out of my way to upgrade all of yeah. this stuff because I, I it found it so cheap. Yeah. Right? And that's the one thing is that a good game can extend past its components. Obviously, these games we're mentioning, we play them, we like them. It's yeah. just I wish the components were a little better. And the thing about those is they tend to make us buy better components for it, yep. which could be what they're aiming for. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to believe they're just making a game, right? Exactly. You know, and there, you know, there's games that go the other way and go so over the top, mm-hmm. and then there's no value to those components, i.e., tapestry. Tapestry, yeah. Like, you're not gonna find a near prettier game. Of components. No, those houses are just amazing. Those buildings are all so beautiful, but they have no purpose in the game. Yeah, they don't add to the game. They're really just there to make money, right? Exactly. You know, what what I like for components is when they put... Just when they show that they put just maybe a little bit of extra effort in there, right? I accept wooden cubes as a reasonable substitution because you know what? Wooden cubes are still better than cardboard. Well, I think of something like Zolkin, mm-hmm. right? Where, you know, the resources are wooden cubes. Yeah. But it matches the game. It fits the game. And it, if everything is a wooden cube, as yeah. long as you differentiate them enough, like, they're great, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, you have your your wooden people are just little cylinders, mm-hmm. right? In that game, it to me, it works, and I've never gone out of my way to say, oh, I could, I should upgrade these. Yeah. You know, it's not one game when that pumps or comes to mind when I think about components that need to be upgraded to make a game better. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I was thinking like when I when I said you know differentiate them right one place where wooden cubes and in in a sense any wooden figures they usually paint them so yep. that they're different right. Yeah. 
I've mentioned this. I'm sure I mentioned this on the last show. Please paint your cubes different colors instead of light gray, <laughs> dark gray, white. The new Azul is yeah. terrible. The colors of the of your player markers are natural wood, white, black, black, and, and gray. gray. They're so like they're just they're not different enough. Yeah. Um. It's you know think about the, your colors. Yeah. Right? You know and. One of the things I always see in reviews is talking about colorblindness yep. when they look at games. There's some people that just don't, right? Like one thing, like the cubes in Merlin, the same thing. The colors are so similar. Jordan struggles so hard with that game. Yeah. Right? And it's like really just think a little bit. Have have a bigger design crew when you're looking at these games so that, you know, it's an inclusive community, guys. Let's make sure everybody can actually play these ones. Yeah. And it's, you know, I understand you don't want to go with the same basic four colors all the time, but they're there for a reason. Yeah. Right? And you know, that's why people go bright color, bright color, bright color, black. Because yeah. black is one that you can make for colorblind people and they know what that color is. Exactly. Right? Um, but anyway, back on to the rest of the yeah. good components. Go ahead. Miniatures. Oh, right? miniatures are an obvious one. We've we've discussed miniatures, whether they add to the game or not. Yeah. Um, but they do... They can make it look really nice. Yeah. They add to the tra table presence. Definitely. I I've yet to see a game with miniatures that doesn't have a good table presence. It's true. Every game with miniatures, it looks really nice, yeah. right? Like, it, it never makes it look cheap. No, it always has somebody... If you're playing a game with miniatures and stuff, every time that I've ever done that in a, a social setting, people have stopped and said, oh, what is that? Yeah, exactly. People know what those look like, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, these are characters. We can play these. Exactly. Oh. Uh, I, I want to mention, I have to mention Everdell again in terms of <laughs> components because Everdell is one of my favorite base games in terms of the components it comes with. Oh, yeah. The materials are all unique. You know, they don't take necessarily, this is where they don't take one material and make everything the same. Yeah. They take different materials and make them all look really good. Like the stone, the pebbles look like pebbles. The berries, berries look like berries. And, and they're squishy and a they're, little bit. They're, they're a little rubbery. They bounce a little bit. The gems are, of course, gems. Yep. Uh, and then you got the wooden logs as well. Like, everything looks so good. And the actual character figures, they look like the animals, but they still mesh with the game really well. Yeah. So, oh, and of course, the, the mat, which is, you know, a tree. It's yeah. an actual tree. Exactly. It's just you a know, gorgeous game. Like cardboard can be a good component if done right. Exactly. And Everdell has shown that. Uh, the only issue with Everdell is their expansions are, are so expensive. way overpriced. But the game, you know, I recommend the base game. Oh, just yeah. get the base game. Don't worry about the expansions. The base game is so good. Yeah, it, it's good on its own. Uh, one game where we talk about cubes, mm -hmm. where they do cubes a little bit better, is Emotep. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, they're cubes, but they're like a size and a half bigger than yeah. most cubes, <laughs> yeah. right? And it, you're, you're using them as building blocks for pyramids and stuff in that game. So yeah. it just really works. No, it's fantastic. Right? Uh, what about size? Or we talk about size with those cubes. What about something like uh, Century Spice, A New World? Where the it's a worker placement game, but the workers are so tiny. <laughs> I thought they were so cute. And honestly, <laughs> in that game, it kind of makes sense to have something that small because you're the way to you know use that if somebody's already on there is to put one more figure than them, right? Yeah. At some point, you need to have enough space for all those figures. And I think that's where that game does it correctly. 
because there's games like you mentioned where the stuff isn't sized correctly to match the game and that yeah. causes bigger problems yeah one that we love dice hospital i have such an issue with their score markers because their <laughs> score markers do not fit on the board they're little needles that you you use the end to point to your score, but it, you can't tell where it's really pointing. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I'm like, you guys could have just made these slightly smaller, or we could have used discs like everybody else. This is such a pointless thing to this game. Or like uh, you mentioned, those cute, uh, the discs that are just so tiny. Yeah, Nova Luna. Really good game. The production quality is not where it should be. Yeah. Like, not for 55 bucks. Exactly. <laughs> it just... It, it makes me want to upgrade those discs because you can get 30 translucent 15 mil discs for $4. Yeah, they're not expensive. <laughs> they aren't pricey. It's not even an expensive upgrade. It's just like, okay, well, I, I'm sick of how tiny these yeah. are. We're getting new ones. Exactly. And it's, it's the first time I played it. I'm like, yeah, I got to get rid of those. Yeah. Right. And that's not how you want somebody to enter your game. Exactly. Right. Uh, thank you for listening. Although that was a little bit more negative than we thought. You know what, though? We got some great games we in there. We got some good and games. And all of the games we mentioned are fantastic, other than maybe Tapestry. Yep. But all of the rest of them are so good, even though their components might have let us down a little bit. Exactly. I'm David. And I'm Shay. And we'll talk to you next week. Have a good night.